Welcome to Wikibytes, a podcast to provide you with small and digestible bites of useless yet somewhat useful information from the depths of Wikipedia. Sit back and enjoy the content. Episode 14, Pseudocide. A faked death, also called a staged death or pseudocide, is the act of an individual purposely deceiving other people into believing the fallacy that the individual is dead when the person is, in fact, still alive. People who commit pseudocide can do so by leaving evidence or clues, or in some cases, nothing at all. Committing pseudocide may be done for a variety of reasons, such as to fraudulently collect insurance money, to evade pursuit, to escape from captivity, to arouse false sympathy, or as a practical joke. While faking one's own death is not inherently illegal, it may be part of a fraudulent activity such as tax evasion or insurance fraud. False claims of death, including false claims of suicide, are not uncommon in social media accounts. The people who do this are often trying to get an advantage for themselves, such as more attention or likes, and they lie about their deaths without thinking about the fact that there are people who would be upset, hurt, or psychologically affected by the news of their death. It may be an intentional effort to manipulate other people's emotions or to see how people would react if they had died. Online, people have claimed to be dead as a response to real or perceived mistreatment on social media, and posting news of their death, especially their suicide, is a way to punish the other users. Deaths have been faked since ancient times, but the rate increased significantly in the middle of the 19th century, when life insurance, and therefore insurance fraud, became more common. Life insurance payouts are often a goal for people faking their deaths, but most types of insurance fraud involve other subjects, such as thefts or fires, rather than faked deaths. In the 21st century, the advent of mass surveillance has made it much harder to hide after faking death. Credit cards, social media, mobile phone systems, and other technological situations make it difficult to make a clean break with the past identity. Widespread use of facial recognition tools can connect new identities to old social media accounts. A narcissistic desire to see how others react has prompted fakers to check websites for information about their disappearances. The location of people who visited a website can be identified through the internet. While some people fake their deaths as a prank or self-promotion effort, or to get a clean start, the most common motivations are money or a need to escape an abusive relationship. Men are more likely to fake their deaths than women. People who fake their deaths often feel like they are trapped in a desperate situation. Because of this, an investigation may be triggered if the person disappears. Nobody is found, and the person is in significant financial difficulties. Often, the desperate person has assessed the situation incorrectly. For example, John Darwin, known as Canoe Man in the UK, incorrectly believed that his financial difficulties could not be resolved through bankruptcy or by seeking legal assistance. Daydreaming or fantasizing about disappearing can be a form of avoiding problems that people do not want to address, such as their dissatisfaction with their current situation. Faking a death in this situation goes beyond this common impulse to think about a different lifestyle and may be associated with manipulativeness, antisocial behavior, and sociopathic tendencies. People who fake their own deaths often do so by pretend drownings because it provides a plausible reason for the absence of a body. However, Drowned bodies usually appear within a few days of death, and when nobody appears, a fake death is suspected. Many people who fake their deaths intend for the change to be temporary, until a problem is resolved. For example, John Darwin, who we mentioned earlier, and whom was suffering financial difficulties, 
hoped that his wife would collect money from life insurance, pay some debts off, and then he could reappear later to pay the money back, perhaps with a fine and some jail time. He framed it as a sort of unconventional loan from the life insurance companies. Although firm figures are impossible to identify, investigators resolve nearly all of the cases they receive, and researchers believe that most people are caught. Most people are caught quickly, within hours or days. This concludes today's episode. As always, there is a Wikipedia link to today's topic in the show notes. I hope that you enjoyed the episode today, and I ask that you leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to the podcast. Please share this episode and previous episodes with your friends, family, and anyone that will listen. Thank you all for the continual support.